Greetings one and all and welcome to the Real Good Podcast where every week we talk about all things going on on the screen and streaming world as well as your own Real Good recommendations. I am Nick Stanleyforth. I am Sean Carnett. And it's not Sunday, which is our usual process because yep. it's Sean's birthday weekend so he's off. But we've, ne- we've just got back from the cinema because yes. we went to see Tenet. And... Uh, Oh, right. So there's a lot to this is going to be just all tenant. Yeah. Let's just get straight to it, right? So if you have, if you have not seen it, or you're going to go and see it, stop listening stop, now. Stop listening now. Save this for when you come back. We're going to go balls managed, deep. We are going to go balls deep. Um, save it in when reverse. you come back. Yeah, in reverse, in and out, in and out. Um, when you've picked your brain up and yeah. recalibrated it yeah. and tried to decipher what the fuck is going on in this when you've Nolan's latest entry. Um, It'll probably be like in a dream at like three in the morning. When you're you like, just go, yeah, got it. I've got it. I've cracked wake, it. Wake up in a cold sweat. Um, write so, a memoir. So, yeah, for those that don't know, this is Tenet's no, uh, Christopher Nolan's latest big fucking masterpiece. Blockbuster. Or, uh, intended masterpiece, yeah. Blockbuster. Oh, uh, um, I'm not shitting on it. <laughs> We're just saying. Um, but yeah, uh, all about timey wimey mad stuff that kicks off. Yeah. Um, We've been so excited for this. Everyone's been excited for this. This was supposed. This is intended to be the revival of cinema because everyone can now go back and actually sit in a cinema yeah. and watch a film um, in our happy little corner of the globe. Unfortunately, not for some. Um, but yeah, uh, for those that don't know, um, armed with only one word, tenet and fighting the survival of uh, fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through the twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. Um, so. The lead fella is John David Washington, who is never actually named through the whole film. That's true. And he's only known as the protagonist. Yeah. Um, of which Christopher Nolan said, this generation needs a new, new protagonist. Um, and I, we've both agreed we're massive Nolan fans. Yeah. Probably in our top five films of all yeah. time, there is a Nolan film in there somewhere. Yeah, um, whether it be for some prestige, could be Dark Knight, like... Those are usually the common things. Yeah. I was expecting this to be the next one. Well, I think a lot of people will. Yeah. Well, because, well here's the thing. So the reviews maybe, maybe, are out. Maybe they do. Maybe maybe the reviews wrong. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. Because um, the, re- the reviews are out at the moment, and it's five stars for the majority. And there is the odd little one sort of saying what I think we walked away with with the same opinion. Because we'll go with what you came with from first, <clears> mate. Because we were sort of sat in the car and we were like, no, we'll save it for the podcast. Yeah, we tried. We tried. We stifled. We were. We were trying to hold it in for as long as possible. Mainly because we had nothing to say for the wrong reasons. Would you agree? True. Right. So where do you stand on it? Uh, I'm still trying to like process it. Yeah. But I mean, I, I just felt it was a, it was built up so much mm-hmm. that it didn't live up to our expectations. Right. Okay. Um. In that sense, like I mean, great cast. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's no one at the helm, um, but I mean, the story was just so confusing mm-hmm. at times. I mean, we've spoken about it briefly, but I mean, there were certain parts in the film where we were just like, why don't they like express in that more or tell us more about that? Or yeah. I don't know what the fuck's happening here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, it sort of unfolds to an extent at the mm-hmm. end, but you're left wanting more and not the right way. Not the right way, yeah. So we both sort of said that, you know, like you said, like you, like just as you've actually put, like, I'd, I've walked away trying to deconstruct it and figure yeah. it out. 
Now, usually with a Nolan film, that's a good thing. Yeah. This is not the case. Personally, for me, I just... Yeah, for me too, I mean... I've... I've I'm trying really hard to sort of not tread on it too much because we've both sort of walked away. And I mean, said, I don't think I don't think we're sitting here shitting on it. No, not at like, all. Not at all. Not by any means. Like, I mean, if we say that out of five, mm. I think both of us would, would probably give it a three. Yeah, a three. And I was. That's, that's probably a solid three. Yeah, like like Sean sort of hit hit me with it as we were coming back to mind to record this, where I sort of said, "There's." It's the most, and it's been tagged already as this, but it is the most Nolan film he's ever done. Yeah. Where it's on, it seems to be a film on his wavelength. And it's so, you're right, it's, it's so dense in what it's trying to get across, the messages it's trying to deal with, the characters it's trying to invest, yeah. you're trying to invest your time in. And my problem with that was there was too much of the wrong information. Yeah. So the, the vibe you I got... that, too much of the wrong thing. Yeah. For me, the vibe I got from it, which is so clear um, as the film sort of progresses, particularly with certain set pieces in it, is Inception. It's the closest yeah. comparison I can give, where you've got a team of people that are dealing with something not of our reality. Yeah. And the great, the thing I loved about Inception is that it spent so long establishing its rules, establishing pinpoints of, you know, paradoxes. Why certain things can be done Explaining and others can't. Them. If you die in a dream, yeah. like the Matrix. If you yeah. if you die in the Matrix, you'll die in this. Yeah. If you die in the dream, you'll die in this. And that's that's not to say that this is similar. You know, similar things with this. My issue with with Tenet was there wasn't any of that. It and gave you, it gave you a little bit of it. It gave you a little bit, and then just that went was on it. something else. Yeah. So it was like we must do this. Yeah. And we need to find this. Yeah. Right. And then you're just like, right, okay, let's go on the on the plane, and you're like. What the fuck? What, yeah, what does back, that mean? Backtrack a bit. Like, like what? Explain this more. So like, it, it all starts with um, you've seen it in the trailer where there's basically a siege on an opera house, which I, I was pumped for. As soon as it started, I, mean, I was it like, kicks right, off for that, and you're like, yes, yeah, yeah, we I, like we're in. Um, but he sort of the protagonist um, sort of has much like the Matrix and the and Inception wakes up from a from a, a near death. Well, a, a a release from his life, from his pre, from his former life. Yeah. yeah? So exactly. the, you know, you look at the Matrix in this. There are comparisons yeah, with Neo definitely. and the protagonist. He he is stuck in a reality that's whilst it's slightly more dangerous than Mr. Anderson's to Neo. Like he wakes up and is released into this new world where rules can be broken, things can be altered, etc. Um, but then proceeds to not give you the information you really want. And I think yeah. the great thing about, and I, I'm really sorry that these are these are comparisons that people I expect will make and should make, is that you look at films like The Matrix and Inception. The rules that they they sort of establish and set out, whilst it's sort of almost dumbing down, and I, I don't know if I feel like slightly dumber for not understanding the film. I think I think that's the way it, le- it left me feeling. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I understood it to an extent. I, and I think I think the frustration with it is you got to the point where you'd given up, where I was like, I'm not, I'm not enjoying this. You're not grasping it, so you're just like, right, I'll just watch it for the fucking maybe the action, the spectacle, and yeah, the spectacle and all that, because you knew it was going to kind of kick off. Do you know what I mean? But even even going back to like, going back to this whole rule thing, the great thing about Inception was when it made these rules, it, it, it explained them in such clever, detailed ways, where it was like, you know, um, you can't build. Uh, locations and stuff in dreams that you that people know or if you die in the dream you'll die in such and such if you go too far you won't be able to come back 
um, inverted, you inverted need kicks. Like... No, for like Inception, I'm talking about oh, like okay, you need a kick to get out of it. And, it. and it was just really clever, like right. So when everything kicks off, yeah, you were up to speed and yeah. knew exactly what everything you're was just, being done. You were enjoying the action. Yeah, like, you know what he's, you know what he's going. And well, it was like to... you know the whole part of Joseph Gordon-Levitt's struggle of um, how do you make a kick without gravity and yeah. and that whole that made sense. Like you got it. Yeah. Where is this? Like you're saying with Tenet, it was just little details where I was like, I don't know what's going on, and just I don't a, care. Just a plot. Some mm. it was just that. So you think they maybe tried too hard with that with the plot? I think. Well, no, I don't think they tried enough tried because enough, it was sorry, the thing. It was the thing too. of like the protagonist's effort they to get mentioning the guy's son like throughout the film as well, yeah. and then it had no real relevance to the fucking. Not really. Do you know what I mean? Like, because we thought so. Basically, Kenneth Branagh plays the fucking the villain in this. And his wife is, kind of plays a part, but she's like a kind of tom, um, like the, basically the marriage is kind of over. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but they keep referencing the kid, like yeah. oh, the kid this, the kid that. She referenced them throughout the film, even Kenneth Branagh and stuff. And then it's just nothing. Nothing, nothing. comes of it. I think <clears throat> my frustration with it is that certain details that they throw in there, where it's like, so basically, um, he he he. He turns up at this particular... He's operating within this siege that starts off at the Opera House. They find that other people were there that weren't expected. He's captured by Russians because it's, it's a siege in Russia. Yeah, outside Ukraine or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So they... Um, torture him. Torture him, take him in, and etc. And he wakes up and it's like, right, someone else was there. Something was kicking off. Um, and the reason we found it is because we've traced a bullet, but it's not from present day. It's yeah. from the future. And again, this is where I was. I basically was named Sean. I was like, so this is almost like Looper, where yeah. stuff's getting sent back to the past. And it was like, what relevance is that? Why is that important? And like, I didn't. Nothing connected with me, I and I don't know why. I, like, I know. feel free to chime in if you're if you're listening to this and you've watched it and there, because I feel like, yeah, I, the, and on, I swear to God, this was an honest image I had in my head. I pictured, you know, Channing Tatum in Twenty One Jump Street when yeah. they both get shit faced. Yeah. And he's just on that whiteboard writing all that shit down. Yeah. He's talking nonsense. That was how my brain felt. Ah, it was yeah, like, I mean, the hypotenuse is linked to the radioactive spider. Fuck you, science. And it was I just... Fit, I felt it was as much back in foundation maths. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Basically, I'm about to get a big fucking red F. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that was my, my issue with it, is that we've had films in the past from Nolan. You know, Interstellar even got to a point, a certain point yeah, that, in its yeah, final act where it was like, wow, this is really in depth. And I'm, yeah. But I'm going to go with it because I've got this far. Aye. And... You know, I think I think with, with he's this, fascinated by time, hundred percent. And he, when you think about, you know, when you think of how many films he's done with, it's like Memento, Inception, The Prestige. Yeah. Yep. Nothing's linear with him. Nah. Like he can't just tell a simple story. Even, even Batman and, Begins. Yeah, Batman. Aye. Like, like starts off, starts off in a prison, goes back to his childhood, yep. goes a bit further when he's like planning to kill Joe Chill. Yep. He can't sit still, and that's not a bad thing because he's proven in the past that I he can do it. That, as you said, like in those previous films, but it's it, everything's been explained. Yeah, the way that I think the audience needs it to be explained. Mm. He understands it because it's fucking Hammett's wrote and yeah. directed it. I get that, and as you said, like um, Robert Patterson even said. Yeah, he said like he, he said, said in previous it, interviews, he was like, "I don't know what's going on. I have no fucking idea." Yeah, do you know what I mean? But again, go back to like um, the rest of the film. Like obviously it's pretty clear that we were quite frustrated in the plot and stuff, but as I've said, the cast were fucking really good. Do you know what yeah, I mean? let's like, lean let's lean into the positives then. So 
what did you what did you enjoy about it? I mean, it was just the action and all the sort of like CGI and the fact. Well, that that's the thing. There's no CGI. But you know what I mean, like yeah, the, the set the, pieces, the set pieces and stuff, and doing everything in reverse mm. and like that's we've never seen that before. No, do you know what I mean? Not so, to that extent. Not to that extent. Do you know mm. what I mean? And it's it's so impressive the way it's obviously this is a, this is a major thing that will probably be probably winning awards and whatever yeah. for a bit the editing yeah that's fantastic like mm. the way that it's just cut everything together yeah. all that reversing and yeah. do you know what I mean it's that take, taken from that I would say it's probably a really good thing um, but yeah the cast again like I mean I said like Rob Patterson Mr. Washington um, even Michael Caine makes a wee appearance yeah. for couple minutes tennis. and stuff but um, I enjoyed it I thought the cast were good solid do you know what I mean we sort of said walking out is one thing that's that was interesting is when it comes to set pieces themselves yeah much like going back to Inception I, i.e. like that's amazing hotel hallway scene is yeah, they do that and not too. Is, is no it's like it's like he'll he'll make a sequence and make it so original mm-hmm. but you still get and understand it because it was weird when the element of time manipulation is put in place we were both like wow this is fucking clever yeah. like and those sections are flawless. Yeah. Because you do know what's going on and you Definitely. do know where certain pieces yeah. are moving and you can see where yeah. his head's going and where you think it might mm-hmm. go and then he'll just completely do something where it's like, what the fuck? Like... Because you see, like, so they have to take half through in the stretch. Yeah, and, yeah. And you're like, right, that makes sense because they're, they're going to chase him and it's... Do you know what I mean? And then... Not only that, but, like, going... Like you've said about sort of certain sequences, when they have fight scenes, the fact that they choreograph them forwards and backwards yeah. intentionally and Probably. you can see it because there's a scene where um, John David Washington's like fighting a guy and every it doesn't look right like you're looking at it and you know it doesn't look right but it still looks brilliant and that bit where he like kind of pushes himself back so he's trying to you've seen the trailer where he's trying to like reach his gun and stuff and he's like crawling up up the floor brilliant but it's like sort of exorcist yeah it just doesn't look right and then you know admittedly there were t- I mean it wasn't a full cinema surprisingly and understandably because of the social distancing etc but like certain scenes massive sort of shots where you saw extras running backwards you were just like yeah. Yeah, that's funny I know Although very Bernard's the, watch the army training scenes you can see him in the background and they were doing the, yeah. the punching backwards and stuff yeah. and you can see the guy's face like concentrating so hard because he probably knew he was in the shot and he's just like fucking hell yeah what it's, like, it's like I think the way they shot it in certain scenes I think the 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 one the thing that I took from it is so they have the detail of you need to have your own oxygen because you'll be exhaling yeah you'll be when you're the in that when you're in this sort of this timeline you'll be you'll be exhaling oxygen you need to keep hold of I yeah. think that was where they were going with it Aye. but as a result it covered their mouth so yeah. when they were having conversations you could just do like post recording of it yeah so that they would there's a scene with um, John David Washington and uh, somebody else we won't well Aaron Taylor Johnson's in it it's not a major yeah. spoiler he turns up in it and they're on a boat talking and you can see like you're saying the background all the background everyone's yeah. in an opposite time and then I was like well of course because if you you can't they wouldn't be able to film that conversation because it wouldn't look right yeah true so they put masks over their face and you can you know the condensation's covering the mask yeah. so it's actually a really clever trick yeah and that's the thing about Nolan he's, he's a magician he has so many little attention set pieces. To detail. Oh, ridiculously! Like the attention to detail is fantastic. But like little set pieces where you know we, you've seen the trailer with the car chase. Like you know we were looking at little details like seagulls were going backwards, or yeah. you know 
cars will flip or you you notice know, objects things, get thrown to one another. You notice subtle things like when they're driving the car and you're like, there's a bullet. Um, there's a dented in the wing, in the wing in the mirror. mirror and yeah. you're like, yes! Yeah. Because you know, I was at the start with kind yeah. of kick off and stuff. Um, but then obviously everything unfolding and then the, the sort of like reverse scenes coming in. Uh, like into conversation. Into conversation but, and then moving forward. You're like, it, it makes sense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, so him driving the truck through and the, the, the army team are shooting at him. You're like, yeah. I get it. Mm. It makes and it's sense. It's almost like But it's and it's almost as well. There's a, there's a great sequence where uh, the protagonist is like on a chair. Um, he's sort of hit with an ultimatum with Kenneth Branagh on the opposite side of this glass. So he's in a different time zone, yeah. and it's a situation of he's speaking, and it's being um, the sound is being transferred over to John David Washington and you can see him talking backwards but then it's you know what the immediate thing I thought of is the Red Dwarf episode where they land on the planet and everything's yeah. going backwards and Lister, get, Lister gets off the ship and he's got a black <laughs> eye that was all I was thinking of but like that in itself that in 20 minutes makes more sense to me yeah than this it's so convoluted man it's too convoluted like especially the, the end like we won't well yeah we won't go into it but it's like my frustration was, like, because it's because it's clearly setting up a world that you're you've got a grasp of in a, in a sense, yeah. i.e., right. So we're going backwards in time, yeah, and to stop this, to stop this happening, of this. yeah, get and that. It, but at the same time, my frustration was, you're spending so much trying to tell me stuff I'm not interested in, mm-hmm. like, you know. A thing going on with the painting, like I couldn't tell you what was going on there. No, and it I just didn't that, interest me. I think, uh, like from what I tried to get us from it, it was like she's a she's an art an yeah, art so dealer. Like she was able to stop a fraud. Yeah, I get that, but you're like, is it really relevant? You could have it could have made it like a fucking a jewel. Do you know what I mean? But they were fucking about it. No, I don't think it's that. I think it was the case just of like... Just too much, too much detail into it. Yeah. I mean, like, that's Spending why so long, it. like... It's like they've messed up a bit and they've got to break in and stuff. If, and I if, was like, you could have made that a lot shorter. Yeah. And basically had like, you'd be breaking into that vault. Well, not only that. Like... To steal this thing. To put it in comparison, like, the conversation... So Michael Caine turns up as essentially... Um, and he says... Ah! Uh, oh, <laughs> Christopher! <laughs> Fix me fucking time. Um, so Michael Crosby, um, he turns up as like the the the, the middleman, sort of, um, yeah, the, the protagonist. Yeah, to, to basically say, look, this is the guy. You deal with it. Give her this. This will get you involved. X X Y and Z. He's essentially like the M. Yeah. He's like the Bond M mm-hmm. to uh, John David Washington's protagonist. And he could have just rocked up with a file, a load of photos, going. This is him. This is yeah. his missus. She's yeah. she's involved. He can't let her go. Do you know what I mean? Like, and don't could, spend and, so yeah, fucking long. Just have, get he, me there. Hang your washing because I just turned up and went. I'm here to buy some art. Yeah, he's busy. Yeah, not you know. And then, but then I suppose they're taking that that sort of like action scene away from that. I get that. Probably, but then you don't need you. Just, I don't know because no. There's just certain bits where I was like, no, you're spending yeah. way too long, like. They could they could have had no just frustration bits man frustrating bits about it but like even to the point where that essentially like a high sequence where they've got to get in a hangar to get this painting that was good though that was cool very cool but you know for me I looked at that like I look at again going back to Inception where it's like Cobb is going globe trotting around the world besides America to get all his team mm-hmm. together and it's like right 
how do we do it let's all sit down like mission essentially like mission impossible yeah whereas with this the most the biggest thing the biggest things or biggest set pieces that are essentially heists don't really get there's not enough about it for me like I love the idea of essentially there's a lockdown on it and it sucks the oxygen from the room yeah. so there can be no fire but if it sucks the oxygen from the room you can't breathe you've got yep. 10 seconds do you know what I mean and I love that they've got to get from room to room to room mm-hmm. and you even laughed at me where there's a point where he's trying to pick a lock and his lock pick snaps and it's like no, right what saying. are you going to do <gasps> <laughs> no but I'm very much the, I don't know if you're the same you know when you see someone either swimming or they've got to hold their breath yeah. you naturally go <gasps> and just be like I could do this um, so there's, I mean, a, there's a great video at the minute on Twitter when um, Tom Cruise got interviewed uh, like going through his Google searches like can Tom Cruise fly yeah, yeah. a plane something and he can still fucking hold his breath for six minutes because of Mission Impossible yeah to the point where he was in meetings and he was doing it without realising oh, yeah. six minutes it's a long time that is stupidly long um, but yeah we're going off topic with this <laughs> positives I took from it I think John David Washington as a protagonist I think is really good yeah. I think He's Apart from got his beard. <laughs> Sean had a very big issue with yeah, his beard. It was too, it's just it too neat. It's too, too neat, neat for you. Too, too fake. I was happy with it. it was but fine. then again, like that's he's obviously this is sort of his big film. Yes. Um also um, Black Clansman that as well, but he's got the beard and that in it as well, and you're just like he's gonna have to shave that off at some beard point. Beard aside. Daddy Denzel has been like, You're gonna need to take that off, <laughs> motherfucker. Um like I think certain moments to that for me, I love the fight through the kitchen. Brilliant. Because I was like, you're like, just a, you're like cool, Bond. Literally cool as fuck. Yeah. Cooler than Bond. Yeah. He just didn't, it, it wasn't even like in a fight stance or nothing. No. He was just, just like walking forward. I loved the, um, he was like punching a guy with a cheese grater, which yeah. I thought was horrible. Aye. Just like, um, bum, bum. yeah. And he was like, that's going to sting. Um, you know, I, I said to Sean during the film, like, I don't know if I'm on the fucking hype train for the Batman, but Robert Pattinson for me is like the it MVP was, of this was, film. It was really good, isn't it? He's so like, he is to me what Tom Hardy was in Inception. Yeah, he is the suave, that. crafty. Give you that. Like you know, like in the trailer. Um, and he's still pretty cool as well. We need to crash a plane. Well, that's to be so yeah. dramatic. Like, it's not that big. And I loved, like... I loved his. He was just so. He's just so charming in it. Yeah. And the rapport those two have got together is so good mm. because that's the other thing you can't have. It's weird, right? So for me, the few things that I enjoyed I really enjoyed yep. and they strengthened the film and kept me involved invested mm-hmm. in it so for example like this their relationship is just brilliant mm-hmm. like it is that you know uh, the protagonist has got this issue with, with Neil who's played by Robert Pattinson where it's like how can I trust you like yeah, you're you, kind of finding out yeah, he's hiding things it, throughout the film he's like you've been a fucking crafty fucker mm-hmm. like what's going on but again there's still this this bond forming yeah um which essentially is the payoff near the end of the film, really, sure. because when certain choices get made and, and things happen, it's like, oh, I'm like, I can, I can appreciate the reactions. I thought um, Aaron, Aaron Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson, yeah. I thought he was going to turn out to be a wronging, a wronging, yeah. But um, very good in it as well. Very good in it. Like yeah. almost like almost like to me like again a proper com- sort of like um, operative like that kind of army operative like R- quite cool. And, calm and no nonsense you know what I mean yeah reminded me of um, really weird shout out but you know World War Z uh, James Badge Dale who's, yeah. who's the guy who's like don't worry guys I've got this I'll yeah. do it myself um, but also forgot he was in it and it was almost like Matt Damon in Interstellar where I was like oh fuck I forgot you're in this yeah. like 
Um, also, to a credit, um, Elizabeth Debicki, who's had her moments. I feel like she had her moments through yeah. this. Um, but one thing, one issue that I really had, I just think Kenneth Branagh as a villain just doesn't work. Like um, he, for me, I saw him as trying to be a weak Bond villain because it's you know we've said in the plot it's just synopsis it's an espionage film and in there's so many Bond vibes yeah. from it, but he is. I mean, I thought in certain certain bits he was pretty convincing. No, but like when he loses it, I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, supposed I, to be terrified of you. I when he's like kind of when he shouts, but I think at the start when he's quite calm and collective. Yeah, like, that whole description about yeah. I'm gonna cut your balls off yeah. and open your throat. Yeah, like, you mm, that's good. Yeah, you're Do a nasty I mean? guy. You're probably better off doing that. I think being a sort of sinister kind of villain. I think as well. I think the fact that because we've said the suaveness of John David Washington yep. doesn't actually gel properly with his character yeah. for the wrong reasons like you know you watch a Bond film and there's certain times where it's like fucking hell how's he going to get out of this one I think sometimes one? where like um, Washington they, he, like they kind of making the jokes and they weren't very they didn't kind of they fit. didn't they didn't not necessarily they didn't land I just think tonally they were both off from yeah. one another um, and I hate it I just you know is there ever going to be a time where Christopher Nolan can make a film now where he doesn't have someone wearing a mask or a helmet we can't hear what they're saying um, but he didn't come across as threatening to me at all. No. Like Nolan's done plenty of films in the past where the baddies are bad guys. Yeah. And I just saw this kind of this this take that Kenneth Branagh provided was like his take on in um Chris uh is it Chris Ryan? Uh Shadow Rec- No Jack Ryan, Shadow Jack Recruit. Ryan, yeah. Where he's the villain and I was like Jim from the office. Yeah. Well no, it was Chris Pine the film. Oh, they, so yeah, they, yeah. Before they went to the Amazon series, and yeah, it was just he was weak in that. He's weak in this, and I was just none of it really sort of jumped out for me. Um, but going into the actual biggest selling point, which was the time travel, like I think we've said, we'd be reluctant to go back and watch this again. I wouldn't go back and see it again. But like, not. I think. I think for me the time sequences are so clever and so yeah. interesting. It's like I think I'd like to watch them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay to go see it again. Right. Okay. I would wait until it comes out. Yeah. And watch it. Again or even then. like certain, you know, when certain scenes end up on YouTube and stuff, like yeah, rewatch them and go right. Yeah. How did they do that? But there's a big kind of finale bit at the end. That was, I said it was like a, um, like a game of paintball. Yeah. Blue team, in, red team. In reverse. It was, it was very smart and very well done. Mm. Um, but definitely wouldn't pay to go see it again. No. It didn't blow my mind, do you know what I mean? No. I just, I'm I'm really... I think it was lacklustre. Lacklustre? Yeah. That's a big statement though, mate. That's true. You think it was lacklustre? Yeah, definitely. I'm sticking to it. That's, that's my review of it. Oh, it wow. really is, man. Honestly, like, um, I mean, there's a lot of positives to it, but I think there's more negatives... For you. For, ...than positives. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think maybe it's because I'm a I'm a dum dum. I don't know. No, I don't. I, again, again, like you said that. If it makes, I think it it did. You left the cinema feeling stupid. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and exhausted in a way because yeah. you're mentally exhausted because you were trying to think too hard. And then as you said, they go, I, I was the same. Got to a certain point where I just gave up and I went. Mm. I'm just going to wait for the big finale. At the yeah. end and do you know what I mean? And I wait, think wait for it to round up and then. I think, like for me, the halfway point of him going right okay what if I go backwards from there weirdly then it started to make sense yeah which is really strange leading up to it maybe that was his intention though no but 
What a weird intention. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to complete... He's a real guy. I'm going to lead you down this really murky, muddled path. And then I'm going to flip everything on its head and then it will make sense. But like, it made sense. I think the reason it didn't make sense because of what I've been told. It made sense because of every time travel film I've ever seen. Yeah, of course. Like, we called shots in this. We called out certain twists and stuff where it was like this is gonna happen that and it yeah. and exactly okay. there's there's a glaring thing that happens and i was like i'm annoyed that that is exactly what yeah. i expected to happen like me and you throughout this whole um film watching it two and a half hours long by the yeah um but on the same wavelength mm. like because I, I went to you uh, uh, leaned over at one point and i said i'm so confused yeah and you were like i know i'm the same yeah and then we got those bits as well like you said to me oh I knew that was going to happen mm. and I was like the same it's like I've got a guess about that character yeah. certain things are going to happen with this character and, and we, we got one wrong though we did say we did yeah we did call some shots Robert Patterson was the son and the future <laughs> we had caught, we had plots yeah. of either my, we expected again that's just I don't, I don't know why they referenced referenced the son so, so yeah. many times it was mm. again but it's what, weird going back what you, what you were saying about putting things in that just weren't needed yeah do you know what I mean? But weirdly as well. The other he... guy as well, the the um the guy with the flare on yeah. the boat. No need. No. No need, mate. Take the day off. And he <laughs> But also I think as well, he's Nolan's got an issue when he's put kids in films where it's like like Inter- like uh, Inception. Yeah. The kids are just a plot point. I know, but like there's no No, but do you know what I mean? Like he wants to get into his family, the X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and yeah. Then, but then they're crucial to that because mm-hmm. it's like you know, there was I remember. I remember walking out of Inception, going, "Shit, were they wearing the same clothes?" Yeah. Because every time, the, every time that shot looked the same, you yeah. were just, you were obviously duped into it. And I think, I think almost Nolan's gone. This Nolan might eventually get to the point where he suffers the same way Shyamalan suffered. Shyamalan, which is which is you watch a film and you you're expecting a twist. Yeah. And you know you didn't get it with Dunkirk, and Dunkirk no. was. Bare bones, no story. Look at the fear in this in the group yeah. of individuals that you're going to come across, and isn't gripping. And then Tom Hardy turns up with his bane mask. Yeah, on the yeah. Plane. I, I'm, I'm on him. Um, but yeah, I just, I think I'm, I think I might brave it eventually. If you were, if you were working for Empire, and yeah, you were giving it your three stars, what a dream. What would your um, little title be? Um, good question, Sean. <laughs> Better time spent elsewhere. Oh, see what I mean? <laughs> there you go. So you kind of say that mine lack. So imagine me just putting three stars lackluster. I'm not going to put lackluster. Oh, oh, I, I'm, I'm three and four. I'm, I'm, no, I'm definitely, I'm a solid three. Solid three. Yep. Just like my life. I think, yeah. Because <laughs> I said, yeah. In, in truth, I can't give it four because <clears throat> nah, he's done other fours. Yeah. Like Interstellar's a four. I'd rather watch Interstellar, Interstellar again. Fuck it, that. But like, yeah, I don't know. I think I we really want to know what everyone thinks. Yeah, so definitely. please, please, please give it I a mean, watch. I mean, I would definitely recommend to go and see the film. How can you? You can't call it lackluster and go go and see it. I because it's it's been so built up. It's yeah. the first film that's released. It's a Nolan film. First big film that's been released. Yeah, definitely. It's like, I mean, we went into the cinema, it's just ten, 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 yeah. ten, every, every um, screen. screen. I mean, definitely go and see it. Um, it's got definitely good points in it that, as I said, that we've obviously highlighted that we enjoyed. Like, I mean, the the, the the fighting scenes and all that and the action, that was great, man. Like, 
I really did enjoy it, and it's you've never seen anything like it before, as I said. Yeah. But um, yeah, just not a great story. No, no. Left um, wanting more, as you said, for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a real. I mean, the sh- best part of the night was us driving back <laughs> home doing Michael Caine impressions about how he was telling off Christopher Nolan <laughs> because he's in it for all of like a minute. F- well, I thought easily five minutes. Is it five minutes? I'd say five minutes. Mm. And he, I was know, just looking at his tie the whole time. Well, yeah, you kept going on about his, his tie. tie and his wee fucking. It looks. It looked good, doesn't it? Not man. He looks suave. And he was like. Him. I wasn't sure if it was like if it was taking him so long to eat that spring roll because he was such an old man. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for the dentures to fall out. Do you know what I mean? Hey, Sean Connery's ninety as well yesterday. Oh man, my god! What an age! God bless him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, folks, go see Tenet if you want. We're not going to stop you. Um. Let us know what you think. Tell us if we were completely wrong. Yeah. Um. Or if we were right. We were all criticism is constructive. Of course. Um and hopefully, you know, it's nice just to go back and see a big blockbuster. It's just yeah. a shame we've we've not left as happy as we wanted yeah. to be. We were buzzing for this. Um, very, very excited. And I don't think we'll be buzzed to see it again. Nah. Um we've done things a bit backwards. Yeah. Almost <gasps> a bit. Because we'll squeeze in some news because we've got we've done we've only done half an hour. Um we'll do a little bit more and then we're fucking off. But news this week, uh, biggest thing so far, although something mad might happen in the next couple of days that we won't be able to report because we've done it now. So, you know, time's up. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> You're riffing me for all my laughs tonight, I know, man. you've had very random laughs tonight. I mean, coming from the person that's got the fucking most random laugh in the world, at least means it's consistently loud. That's you've the one thing that's good about. You met your match, Mr. Carney. Yeah. Um, uh, big news recently, past couple of days, was that Bloomhouse are eyeing Outpost 31 for the Thing remake, and John Carpenter is involved. Yes. Now, we had a chat last week. You know my stance on remakes. Well, this is it. But the Thing is a remake. I know that. But therein lies the... But, like, remakes from, like, fucking back in the day, like, when... What do you mean? Like, so there's obviously been, like, films... Scarface. ...that have been remade that I've never ever seen, do you know what I mean? Well, right, I've okay. never seen any of it. Right. So, th- to me, the original is... Not the original. Um, not the original. Do you know what I right. mean? Right. It's your original. It's not. It's not. It's not tell it confusing. Um, so you, if, if... I mean, I'm, I'm open. Open to, to it. it. I'm really excited for this. Listen, because if I go to cinema with you to see it unhinged, <laughs> I'll fucking go see it. I'll go and see fucking Ghostbusters 23. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, uh, for those that don't know, um, yeah, Bloomhouse have confirmed that they're, they're talk- in talks to make a, a I mean, remake Bloomhouse. of the thing. Now, exactly. Sort of, yeah, they are that's, the horror that's daddies. Kind got me because we've said in the I'm past like, though. For every- <laughs> I was on a hook. Short fish hooking himself. Um, but yeah, Bloomhouse are the daddies when it comes to they've done great ones like The Invisible Man and they've done some absolute wrong ones like Fantasy Island. Hmm. And still haven't seen that. Oh, you've dodged a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's dire. It's it's dire. Um, and Mom, Ma, Mar Ma Ma. with uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I seen that in the summer. Yeah, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> So we have this. The one star. <laughs> fucking garbage. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't remember reading that review. Yeah. Um, but the th- <laughs> some mothers do have them. Um, but <laughs> one star. Yeah, um, comes the impressions again. But yeah, yeah. But I think my promising for this is it is Bloomhouse. John Carpenter's involved. John Carpenter yep. was cast his blessing for the Halloween remake as well. Well, yep. Halloween sequel. Um, for this, I'd be very excited. Who would you have in Kurt Russell's lead character role? Um... Uh, they've put me in a spot a minute uh, let me think I'll save the time it's Chris Off. Pratt <laughs> so it can't be Chris Pratt Chris Pratt and Idris Elba nah yes. not Chris Pratt yes nah I'll go with 
Mm. I'm just I'm just excited for the potential of like if they go back to full prosthetics and completely wreck a body. And yeah, stuff. well, that's, that was a good thing about the Kurt Russell one was um, like old school, absolute body yeah. morphing that was yeah. just made you wretch. Um, but yeah, that's the biggest thing we've got. And at the minute, we're only on thirty-six minutes, mate. Oh, that's fine. You what sure? else have we got? We've got the um, um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Uh, Sherlock Holmes. Oh yes, Enola Holmes, the first trailer for Enola Holmes, yeah. Brand new trailer for that's come out. Enola Holmes with uh Mini Bobby Brown as Enola Holmes' youngest sister to Sherlock and Mycroft, who were played respectively by Henry Cavill and Sam yeah. Kathleen. This looks alright. Yeah, it looks not bad. I fancy a nice jaunt, a happy little yeah. um thing. The biggest thing we got really buzzed about is that the photos for the haunting of Bly Man have oh, come out. Oh my goodness <laughs> me. I've actually got goosebumps. Um, as soon as as soon as um, you sent me that photo, I immediately sent it to every other person who I knew were going to shit themselves at watching it. Because what a series, folks! I mean, if you've not watched The, the Haunting, Haunting of, of Hill House, House, get your life right. It's probably the scariest TV show yeah. ever made. Oh yeah, I'd say it's not that. I think it's probably one of the best TV shows so in recent good. years. It's very well like written as well. Yeah, it's um, so clever. It's yeah. terrifying. Oh, it's but I love fine. they're doing essentially what Ryan Murphy does with American Horror Story. Yeah. So they've got a brand new location, a brand like new it. story, but yep. all the cast are there as well. Yeah. Besides one who's been done for sexual assault, I think, which was the older version of the dad of the family. Um, something happened there. What was to it? my oh, knowledge, yeah. Not Elliot. Elliot's all right from fucking oh. um, E.T. Um, <laughs> what else has happened? Netflix have cancelled Altered Carbon after two seasons. Didn't really? watch either of them. I watched like the first two episodes. Right. And what else is going on? I reviewed um, it for Empire. Did you? What yeah. did you say? Lackluster. Netflix have landed Ryan Reynolds co-writing and acting. That's how I describe our friendship. What? Lackluster. <laughs> joking, sorry. So it's been great it's speaking to you, folks. Um, but yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is doing a new Netflix comedy. Um, what else is going on? Not a lot else. through it. I am, basically. Yeah. Oh, and The Stand has landed a winter premiere day on CBS All Access, which will be a massive TV series. You need to keep an eye on this. Also, go on. Uh, there's on a Donald Trump TV show. Oh, yes. <sighs> Woo! Mad-Eye Moody is Donald Trump. Jesus, man. Actually sounds yeah, like actually him. sounds like him. And looks like I can't wait to work together. I was oh, just like, that is weird. Let's take a photo. Yeah, that was... I, yeah. I, You know what was weird? I've Jeff Daniels it. playing um, Roger Comey. No, Sean Comey. Roger Comey. Comey. Is it? Oh, I don't know. The FBI guy. Fella. FBI, Robert Comey. The FBI fella. Um, but yeah, Looks I was really fucking good, man. I was impressed with to the point where I think it could be up for awards straight away. Yeah, straight away. My frustration with it, well, not not frustration, but I was like, hmm. I was I would immediately heard Alec Baldwin doing Donald yeah. Trump's impression. I know, but you've got to kind of. I mean, that's Alec Baldwin doing it as a sort of comedic version of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's just, I don't know, it's a bit weird. But, and, and again, fucking Donald Trump is a, a big comedian. Uh, in For life. all the wrong reasons. He's a terrifying thing, and the world will be better. They're pretty good, man. You can tell we're both really tired. Yeah, very tired. We've, we've ate KFC as well, and we've just sat through two and a half hours. So I think on that note, fuck it we'll call it a night Boom. folks it's been a pleasure this has been swift but painless yeah. um, if you like what you've heard besides this trailer um, 
please let us know about what we thought of Tenet because we really want to know. And please explain the plot to us because we struggled. Yeah. Um, you can find it all at This Is Real Good UK where you'll see little birthdays and posts and stuff yeah. about trailers and stuff. And, and awards and news. And send, have a chat with us because we like talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> to your voice then. <laughs> Why are you slamming again? I don't know, man. Um, no He's had enough. It's because you're English. Oh, <laughs> nice bit of casual rain in them there. Yeah. Um, uh, if you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud and Spotify to get in touch each week. And for more real good stuff, as mentioned, go to Instagram at this is real, you're good, UK. That is it for now. Thanks for listening, um, folks. We've spent all our time. Fairly well. Peace out. Bye-bye. 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 Nicholas. We don't know what's happening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> right.